the mind is even stronger than your physical ability if you're allowed to become one with yourself. If you're allowed to become one with yourself, you'll understand that your mind is the most powerful weapon that you have. Because when you align your mind up with your heart and your spirit, then you become a, a dangerous person. And a lot of times you don't have to um, use any physical things because the mind is the most powerful and spiritual uh, thing you can have. If you allow yourself to to uh, inherit um, wisdom and um, understanding. Yeah. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. The Lone Star Play Podcast is produced by TexasRealFood.com. Find out more at the end of this episode. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. All right. This was our very first remote interview. So I went to a place off-site to record the podcast interview with our guest. We're going to be doing more of these on location, and I'm super excited about it. Um, it was awesome. I went to a gym in Fort Worth, Texas called Lamb 4 Gym. Uh, it's an MMA mixed martial arts uh, training gym. Um, and I met with the owner and coach, Derwin Lamb. Um, it was awesome. Had such a blast being there at the gym, you know, feeling the sweat and the blood and the tears and the energy uh, while we did the podcast there. I really, really enjoyed it. So uh, I, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's absolutely amazing. Um, Derwin is quite a character, I must say. Uh, very inspirational, very well-spoken, and, you know, uh, great coach, I would imagine, you know, based off of that. Just really enjoyed our conversation, um, and I think you're going to enjoy it, too. You're going to get inspired. So this is a podcast to lift you up and, uh, you know, make you want to feel like you can do anything, really. Um, so, yes. Really enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, met with Derwin. We basically talked about, you know, a little bit about him growing up in Texas, uh, the gym, what happens there, what they do, a little bit about MMA, um, some of his favorite fighters. Um, he's also got a couple fighters uh, in the UFC, uh, one that just fought this past weekend. Um, and we talked about, like, Jake Paul and all of that sort of fighting and what, what he thinks of that. Um, he named some of his uh, places favorite places to eat in Fort Worth. And, um, yeah. It's a great interview. Again, on location, first of many. Really enjoyed it. We got one coming up at Uchi uh, soon. That's going to be awesome. So anyway, uh, this is a great interview. So stick around. Uh, let's have a quick word from our sponsor, Texas Real Food, and then uh, we'll get to this interview, okay? All right. Texas Real Food. Got to keep the mics on. We'll be right back. Hi. I wanted to talk to you about what's on the Texas Real Food site that's more than just putting in your zip code and finding, you know, the coolest butcher, farmer's market, restaurant around you. There's also other resources on the site, recipes, articles, and one in particular is called the Texas Mom Blog. It's awesome. Faria Khan is writing these beautiful articles. You can really learn a lot about Texas 
just giving you a lot of other things to think about food family everything behind that goes into food as well so just different topics and uh, conversations definitely something worth checking out as well all right back to the show and we're back okay um Look, before we get to this interview, real quick, I got to mention social media, as always. Please follow us on online, um, Facebook, Instagram, Lone Star Play TX. That would mean a lot. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. If you haven't already, hit the like button, throw a comment down. Tell us who you're, who in, your, in the comments, tell us who your favorite MMA fighter is. Um, mine is probably Kamara Usman or Adesanya. I don't know. I'm kind of tossing up between them two. Um, so anyway, let's get to this interview, guys. Derwin Lamb at the Lamb 4 Gym in Fort Worth, Texas, on location. Um, great interview, right? Let's just jump into it. All right. Hope you enjoy. All right, guys. Welcome to our very first remote interview. Super excited about this. At the gym here, Lamb Four, is that what we call yeah, it? Lamb yeah, Four? Yeah, okay. Lamb uh, I'm going to let this man introduce himself because I'm super excited to be here uh, on location, talk a little bit of MMA and eating and his backstory. And uh, we got a ton of stuff and food. We got food. Yeah, th <laughs> yeah. This is going to rock. So, um, yeah, please introduce yourself, man. Yeah, my name is Derwin Lamb, uh, owner of Lamb Four um, from Fort Worth, Texas. It's uh, a so martial arts school. Uh, been coach for 20 years, um, do motivational speaking, um, in the process of writing a book now and implement programs in schools and, and doing, uh, community things and a community activist and stuff like that. So just a whole bunch of things that we got going on here. Oh yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, um, today just happens to be national taco day. Okay. Oh, wow. I, I, I didn't realize that, um, which it falls on a Monday. But people eat tacos any day, right? right. Do, yeah, you like tacos, right? Every day. You like yeah. tacos, right? It's I mean, come cool. on. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't yeah. like tacos? So I got us this cool, uh, it's called uh, Velvet Taco. It's a Dallas-based place that has grown. So oh, they wow. started in Dallas, just one, one location and grew. And now they're in a few different states, which is pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I thought, um, well, we just give them a go today. So I don't know what we have. This is a special I got two of each, so we're going to have to just take turns. Let's just see what we got here. What do you think? One's chicken. That's chicken right there. Fried okay. chicken with something mayo. It was their special. They had like a, a special taco for National Taco Day. Oh, okay. And then this is a pork one. Is there anything you don't eat? Not much a pork person, but. But you like chicken? Chicken's okay. Okay, bam. Well, I don't mind eating pork. All right, I'm going to give this a go here, dude. I'm gonna try it out. Fuck yeah, I'm going to try it out. Honestly, I love these little to-go things they have because it makes the taco slide in perfectly here. Right. Yeah. Let me see what they got here. Oh, my God. Bro. It's mayo. Bro. I'm not a big sauce person. Bro. Holy, that is spicy as hell. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not bad. That's not bad? Uh, this bad. is super spicy. I'm, I was already sweating because these lights here. Yeah. And setting up all this equipment, but I'm not joking. That instantly made me sweat. <laughs> That's got some heat. I just happened to eat a whole jalapeno in there, too. 
Oh, man. A slice of one. I don't mean to. Woo! Oh. Okay, that's pretty good. I don't know. That's not bad. That's spicy. And our next one we're doing is at Uchi, guys. We're going to be going to Uchi and eating there and trying their food, and I'm super excited for that podcast. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about you, man. How you got to this gym and all this stuff, man. You grew up in Texas? I did. You grew up I here? Did, did what, what part of uh, Texas you grew up in? I grew up here in Fort Worth. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. How'd that go? What, what was that like? Uh, Pretty cool, man. Um, I've lived in different places before, though. Lived yeah. in Colorado, you know, things like that for a couple of years. But pretty much for the most most of my life, I've been here in Fort Worth. Um, um, pretty pretty humble upbringing. Yeah. Um, you know, didn't come from bad stock. Just was around bad situations and sure and bad areas and made bad decisions as I got around these people. Didn't know. You know, was bored, didn't know what else to do. So we don't got nothing else to do, you find trouble a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um so you've seen Fort Worth change a lot then. Oh man. I mean, from the time I was a little boy to now. It's like a different whole city to you. Whole different world. Really? Whole yeah. different world, man. <laughs> I love it though. Yeah. Um, I actually love being here, uh being from Fort Worth. I you know, when I was growing up, it was a lot different. But to see the change, like even just this area where we're in now, the 7th Street area, and just all over, man, even the neighborhoods, it's changed. Everything's yeah. changed. It's growing. Everything's growing. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. I, I went to high school in the Colleyville Grapevine area. So okay. we were part of Tarrant County. So I grew okay. up in Tarrant County, which is okay. part of Fort Worth, too. And we always used to come to Fort Worth over Dallas right. all the time. You know, Fort Worth always gets overlooked, too. Right, yeah. it always gets overlooked. People always talk about Dallas and forget about Fort Worth, yeah. or they just think stockyards, right. and, and that's all that Fort right. Worth is. Which it is a big part of it, but yeah. dude, Fort Worth—it's historical, it's big, and it's sure. actually one of the top places to move to. One of the top places to move to in the nation, including like you know this whole metroplex like Dallas and then Austin, San Antonio, Houston area. But yeah. Fort Worth is also. A big place that everybody's moving to. I believe it. It's growing, man. It's it's nice. It looks good. The city looks good. Um, You know, this place has a lot of character, to be honest with you. It's kind of old school Texas. um, And it's being preserved. And it's not like Dallas at all. That's what makes it um, unique. The food food out here is getting unbelievable. Oh, man. You know. They got so many new um, restaurants and spots that, I mean... We've been checking out lately, and I didn't even know they existed. Totally. Yeah. Well, they pop up like you know mm-hmm. uh, weeds around here. That's uh, right. New restaurants. They're they're constantly uh, popping up. What are some places? Anything you can remember? You want to name um, drop? Uh, um, or shout out? I can't out? remember the name. There's a New Mexican spot. So there's like this place on southwest side of Fort Worth, and it's a whole like district of this like restaurant. Yeah. Like like a. Basically, like a shopping mall of restaurants, man. And I can't remember the name of this place, but it's pretty new. Um, right but on. I love it, man. I yep. um, I love it. I love love the spots and um, I love like the little mom and pops joints for sure, anything, absolutely. You know, over like the corporate stuff, you know. I mean, I like. 100%. I mean, I like Papa those Papa see those are cool, but when you get that authentic, 
taste and authentic feel of, of food and stuff is way better. Yeah. Well, you just have a love right. that's not going to be there from a corporate place. Right. Maybe the love is there, but they have no, their hands are tied. Right. It's not like they can just change the menu or do something. They got to do what's coming in. Right. Right. Be, mm-hmm. What's coming down the pipeline, right. what they're being told, you know, this exactly. is what we got to cook. You go to mom and pop that's like, hey, we got this stuff in. We're going to make this dish. That's right. Great. Let's do this. You know, you're just mm-hmm. gonna get more love, more um, absolutely, more attention. Probably like a gym too. Probably mm-hmm. right. Like if it's a big ass corporate gym, you may not get the same attention, the same. It's you know, exactly what the that character, is. right? The, that the, family the, vibe, the yeah. unity, the feel, the the the, the that natural um, home home vibe and feeling. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How long have you had the gym here? Uh, this one I've been here almost nine years. Nine years, man. Nine years, man. It's a beautiful gym, dude. Thank you, man. We put a lot of work into it. Um, didn't look like this a few years ago at all. Um, we repainted it, add some stuff to the wall, and just branded made it. Made it different, yeah. Yeah. Knocked down some walls in the back and remodeled some things and stuff. And Yeah. Um, been here a long time. It's been a lot of ups and downs and a lot of um, emotions, for sure. <laughs> a lot of roller coaster oh, I deal it. in this gym here, man. So I believe A lot it, of man. happy times, a lot of... Sad times, not so good times, and back to good times. So it's a lot of. Lot where, of where are you at now? Where's it at now? Man, it's it's climbing up. It's climbing it's up. Climbing That's good. Up. So it's That's climbing good. up. That's what you want, yeah. right? Yeah. That's this is want. the this is the foundation to what all the other things that I'm wanting to do in life and yeah. all the other things. But this is the foundation. Build, build around this. Build around this. I always said that you know the house doesn't work if the foundation ain't built right. So yeah, absolutely. You know, but, Absolutely, but it's well, it's going and having a gym is just, especially this kind of gym, is tough in itself. You know, trying to I, keep it up. Dude, People don't understand that. You can't know. even imagine. No, no. Just keeping it clean. Just I was thinking about that when I went to the bathroom and came back. I was thinking, damn, look at all this equipment, all this stuff, and everything looks great, man. Right. You keep everything clean. Everything right. looks nice. Put away. You know, organized. Right. You know, that's that has has to be. A huge mm-hmm. fucking like well, especially in a issue deal warehouse with. place like this. Yeah. It's harder to keep clean. Oh, I can only you imagine, know? man. Absolutely. No, dude, you got everything, you know, lined up, looks tight, everything looks great. And you can hear, you know, I apologize. You might be able to hear in the mics, you might not. These mics are good about keeping the, some of that stuff out. And right. plus, with post production, they might take it out, but you might hear some creaks right. and, and squeaks <laughs> in the back. That's, you know, hey, that's just, uh, uh, being in this kind of area, yeah. you know, that, but that's kind of what I liked, uh, like about, you know, starting to do these podcasts, like, you know, in the belly of the beast, if right. you will, you know, I, I don't mind hearing some clings and clacks in the back. And in yeah. fact, I wish there were some people over there kicking ass on some bags over there. Not <laughs> me because I, I don't know how to hit a bag. I, I owned a boxing bag for like five years. I didn't touch it. I touched it twice to, <laughs> and both times to move it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not even to like do anything with it. So what kind of stuff do you do here at the gym? Like what what's the what what kind of gym is this? Are there you know mm-hmm. do just like anybody show up here and get yeah. like training? I mean, how does oh yeah, work? anybody can come and this is a gym um, for everybody. And I always got to make that clear. I'm glad you asked that because a lot of times people. They intimidated. Yeah, maybe. they are. Yeah. And they know me as a fight coach. So they think only it's a fight gym. That's what I would. Yeah, and, totally. And it's not. Um, when I first started coaching almost 20 years ago, my vision was to build a fight team, but I didn't know that I was going to end up owning the gym. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, during the course of that, I realized that the fight team is is the, is the, the brand, is to get people 
to come in and notice you. They're the mascots, of the, but you really want to have a full program, and that's what we have. So we have offer uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, we have wrestling classes. We have uh, boxing, kickboxing, you know, oh, and wow. then we do also um, – personal training, private training, small group training. Yeah. We have a few other trainers in here that have their clients and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay, so they bring their people here to yeah, train. Yeah, to train as well. And then we have our set scheduling classes, and we offer kids' classes. Um, um, we take <laughs> kids for five on up. So we offer wow. the full thing, man. I mean, that's how you really want to typically run the gym. You know, it's not – Sure. Because when I was coming up, I was – I didn't understand the business side of it because I was just a coach and I was coaching at a rec center. Yeah. So I didn't have the responsibility of uh, paying bills and doing all that stuff. And um, I was so gung-ho about building the best fight team. And then through the years, I realized, man, that's not the main thing. You got to have the burger with the fries. Yeah. It's not you know the main I mean? thing. You yeah. got to have yeah. both. And it's stressful. Uh, oh, I can't uh, only super imagine. Super stressful. A lot of people didn't know that. And so um, through the trial and error, I had to learn how to – fix some things and change some things up through the years. And, you know, I think that's what typically happens with growth and everything like that. And the trials and tribulations of learning how to uh, run a business. And it's not, it's not as easy as people think, you know, sure. um, you know, running a business and it's a high turnover rate too, because, you know, people come in, they'll sign up, they'll do it for a few months. Oh, gyms have to be the highest turnover rate. Every right? time. Who, 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 everyone signs up with good intentions. Right. Right? Like, right. oh, I'm going to have these six-pack abs, mm -hmm. and then it. I've done it myself. Right. You just sort of, after a couple of weeks, right. fall off the... Right. And know. some of it's like some people, you know, when, when typically people are going through personal things, financial things, that's the first thing to go is the membership at the gym. You know? Sure. Mainly, a, really a martial arts gym, you know, very seldom people cancel their fitness memberships like it you know 24-hour fitness la yeah. fitness people they typically you know because people are really big into like fitness and Cardio working their bodies and, yeah. you know their bodies transforming these days but a martial arts school uh, where you learning how to defend yourself and boxing and kickboxing you know um you got some people that want to fight or think they want to fight then they sign up and realize they can't or through the time or the job or family and stuff and then sometimes, you know, you just get it. So you're always, when one goes in, you always got to get more coming in and Keep more signing coming. up. Yeah. You know, and, and just as much as ones leave, people sign up. Absolutely. So when somebody's leaving, somebody else is always signing up. It, so. You know, you mentioned something about someone, you know, realizing they can't fight. Do you have this, do you have this mentality like you think anyone can learn to fight? Or do you think there are people that just, no matter how much training they get, they're just never going to get it? Yeah. So I think that, Everybody can needs, need, can learn how to fight and defend themselves. Uh, I don't think that everybody is meant to do this as a career or okay. something. That so makes sense. You got a lot of people that yeah. come in and some of them just, you know, don't get it. I've been training fighters for years and I get guys that come in and they'll learn. Like you get some people that learn and they pick up stuff in a couple of days and weeks. And you got some people that it takes them months or a year, years. And, and if they don't give up, they usually get it. But, you know. Um, no, it's not, it's not for everybody, but I do think that, you know, um, self-defense and being self-aware and knowing how to defend yourself, I believe that anybody can learn that and anybody can do that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's a yeah. good thing uh, because I'm sure there's people intimidated to take that on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you see 
I don't know, UFC fights, and you think, oh my God, am I going to learn that? Like, how, how is that? How's that going right. to be possible? You right. know, but that's probably not what you're teaching. I mean, t maybe to some extent, if you right. go for, far enough with right. it, but I'm sure there's just some basic techniques, like you said, to help you defend yourself right. in a situation. Yeah. You could find yourself at a party on the street, right. or whatever, right? right. Go, going back to your car. Right. Um, and things are very important. And things can happen. Oh, it does. Right. It has. And, and it know? does happen. Yeah, and it yeah. has. Absolutely. I never, there was times that, you know, I, you know, I never thought that I would have to use what I've learned over the years um, outside the ring because I was a fighter too, yeah. and outside the cage. But it's happened. You know, um, I've worked security, and 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 um, you know, I'm not a big guy, but you know, I've acquired a lot of skill set through the years. So you got I, technique. I know how to defend myself <laughs> yeah. well. But no, there's times of working security, you had to grab people, and some of these guys are large individuals, and. And I thank God for the, the learning of martial arts because if I didn't know what I was doing, it could be bad for me. You know, sure. being able to take guys that are like 250, 60 pounds outside the club while they're intoxicated oh and drunk. And God. I've had to do it a few wow. times. Or, oh, oh, yeah, it's, 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 been, it's been crazy. I have to done it. It don't happen always, but it's happened, it's happened a few times. You know? Sure. I mean, look, I'm from the restaurant industry and, and the bar industry and, and uh, you know, those things happen. Yeah. yeah, on a weekly basis. To be yeah. honest with you, if you talk to someone that's in the industry, it's like, yeah, we do, every weekend we, yeah. this, we're dealing with yeah, this. There's, some, there's sure. somebody, something, something is going to happen. Yeah. You know, it, it involves alcohol, energy, excitement, celebration of mm -hmm. some sort. You know, it, it's just inevitable. Uh, no, that's great to have those sort of um, yeah. you know uh, skill sets. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with yeah, you, yeah, and it makes you. Um, it, it 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 keeps a it's a it's a sense of a confidence and a, and a sign of relief you know yeah people are walking in gyms doors um you know bringing knives act we had an incident not too long ago here one of our trainers here a mental and stable guy came in with a knife and started acting weird and um thank god that the trainer that was here was aware of the mental health that the guy had yeah and um you know when they end up his, his wife and them end up getting a hold of us and apologize and they said they end up taking a guy to the mental health place, but sometimes those things happen. He came in here doing this. He came to the wrong place, yeah. bro. You don't, I mean, right? Like yeah. he, That's how I knew he didn't bro. know better. Yeah, he, I wasn't here, but I saw it. Uh, you don't show up to an MMA training yeah. gym. You, yeah. you show up to a donut shop or something. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. not to say, you know, violence is not the answer. Of right. course not. Uh, I'm just saying that guy definitely wasn't thinking. No, no, right? he wasn't yeah. thinking, man. Yeah. And we, we understood that, and we just gave him grace and mercy because – you know, you have to assess the situation. You got to be, because I think with, with, with defending yourself in martial arts is really a mindful thing. Like It's not it, just like kicking it's, ass. It's and, really yeah. less than that. Like yeah. Those are the things you'll learn. But to be able to embody the martial arts spirit and the mind is a whole different spirit because these are things that will carry you inside your regular life. You know, sure. when you're dealing with stress, when you're dealing with things, it keeps you focused and it shows you how to, deal with things and trials and tribulation and gives you that wisdom, that that understanding and that focus. That's what I took from it. I started training in martial arts when I was like six, seven years old. Okay. So it took me a long time to um as I got older, I realized um that it really did help me. It really did help my mental state. Sure. And and, and, and being in tight situation and hard situation and being able to handle myself in those situations with my mind more than my my fists and my feet and i think that's what's more important because of the, the things that i learned in, in martial arts and the stuff that i value is stuff that actually helped me 
in my regular life That's when awesome. I was going through a lot of yeah. trials and tribulations. So I, I, I attribute that to 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 the um and the body men and the martial arts spirits. I'm a big Bruce Lee fan, so really liked a lot of his philosophy sure. and how he thought. And um it's really amazing that the mind is even stronger than your physical ability if you're allowed to become one with yourself. If you're allowed to become one with yourself, then you understand that your mind is the most powerful weapon that you have. Because when you align your mind up with your heart and your spirit, then you become a, a dangerous person. And a lot of times you don't have to um, use any physical things because the mind is the most powerful and spiritual uh, thing that you can have. If you allow yourself to to uh, inherit um, wisdom and um, understanding. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, it's like, you know, th that's beautifully put, by the way. Um, it's like you're more you learn to more diffuse the situation right. than to head on fist right. with it. It's like, that's real fighting. Right. It's like, that's the last thing you should be doing. Right. Right? You're going to learn how to diffuse the situation, which in and of itself is a defensive move. That's right. Right. That's in and, right. Of, in and oh, of itself. A hundred percent. And the, it's probably the best defensive, the best move, defensive move you move. can make. Yeah. Say offense scores the points, but defense wins the game. Yeah, exactly. Simple. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Wow. That's powerful, man. Yeah. That really is. Um, yeah, that's powerful because I think that's what people think too. Well, I'm going to go train. I'm going to go learn to kick someone's ass. Right. You know, yeah, you're going to learn to defend yourself, but you're more probably going to learn how to not even get in that situation in the that's first the place. That's the truth. Right? That's the first thing I teach in self defense yeah. is, <laughs> is this. Don't, we're learning this just in case. Yeah, just in that's case. That's another resort, but sure. Let's, let's try to fight with this and carries you a long way. It has in me because I used to not always be like that. Um, I was a very, bad tempered man and had a lot of issues and I got in a lot of fist fights in yeah. the streets and bars. I mean, for years. Yeah. A lot of street fights, shootouts, all kind of things. Fuck. Yeah. The whole nine, bro, been there. Been in shootouts, um, been in the uh been stabbed, been been in those situations where gunfire shoot off or uh been on the receiving end on that and then also on the offensive side of that. And um as you get older and learn that what you want, what direction you want to go in life, you decide that your desire has got to be different. And, and when you, when you do that, man, it changed the whole, it changed the whole game. So I've seen both sides of life. So I'm able to understand it and it gave me more wisdom to, to live both sides of that, of those kind of world, the martial arts side, the street side, you know, and, um, and, um, you know, bringing that all together and using it all for good is what really helps me out. Cause now, because I have street smarts, but I also have the common sense and the yeah. wisdom that God gave me. Well, I try to use it as much as I can. I think a lot of people really underestimate common sense because sure. it's really like the most natural thing you can do. And if you really use it, um, it can take you such a long way. You know, yeah. it's one thing to read a book and anybody can appear to be wise. And it's one thing to go to school and read a book. But it's one thing to 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 deal with life head on and take the take get out there and face life head on those that, that's really the main teacher I agree. you know life is the main teacher so i being in both sides of the world has helped me and it's, it's gave me a lot of humility yeah a lot of that you know and, and um, i think that um humility and um self-accountability which goes back to the mind thing is um your best weapon you can have you know sure. being able to be self-aware of your faults of the things you do wrong things you do right and your whereabouts, the people that you have around you, the people that you want around you, and environments, your environmental uh, circumstances, um, is one of the is the biggest thing that we we do. And I see a lot of people, man, they don't use that. 
They yeah. don't use that the way that I, I, I would think that they should. Like yeah. to really, you know, <laughs> say, hey, man, you know, be aware. You know, you know, I'm That's always. a problem in our country, right? Let's be real. It's right the now. biggest problem in the country. Yeah. Yeah. And it breeds narcissism. Um, yeah. A lot of victim mind, my, victim mind states and stuff sure. like that. And had I, uh, had I not um, changed my thinking and changed the way I live, you know, I would just stay like I was a victim. Yeah. You know, and I, I decided that I wasn't going to be a victim. So I believe that everything we do is a choice and it's a free will. Whatever you do, whether it's good sure. or bad, you have that choice to do that. Yeah. And so I realized that using that mind and meditation and prayer and, and not being, uh, being optimistic about everything, but also not being impulsive. That is the biggest thing is we, we, we're impulsive instead of thinking oh, man, before we do things, we just jump. I'm so guilty oh, yeah. of that, bro. I really, I am. <laughs> a lot of us I, are. I am, you know, I'm very guilty on that. And, you know, a lot of times the way I explain it away is like, I got one life. This is it. Right. You know, uh, I remember when my father was on his deathbed and the la the last things he talked about before he died wasn't the things he regretted doing. It was the things he regretted not doing. Right. All he talked about was, well, time, man, I wish I would have gone to see this person. I wish I would have gone to this country and visit. I always wanted to go there. I wish I would have done this. It, it, never talking about, damn, I, I feel so bad for doing this thing. Right. I'm sure there was some of that lingering, but your life's going away. You're thinking all the things you can't get to do. So I become very impulsive because of that. And and But it's not, I, I need to find a good balance of good impulsive behavior in the sense of someone right. invites me to do something you know what yes i'm going right i don't know the experience but i want to i want to experience this and right. it's something new it, 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 right i might be a little whatever but let's 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 face this head on like you said exactly. you know, that's real living you know so uh, but you're right man you make a lot of sense with that um it's yeah. something i need to work on like you said a lot of us oh yeah we all guilty impulse, of right yeah. yeah all of us <laughs> <laughs> dude there's a lot of temptations Right to to, more to get than, us to more not, than not yeah more than not more than exactly. not exactly especially when you're living outside your body because we're we're internal people spiritually but what we struggle with is the flesh that that's on the outside of us which is the weak part of us yeah this is the weak part of us so this is the thing that gets us in a lot of trouble sure the flesh because whether it's <laughs> really being uh, whether it's anger um, impulsiveness uh, sexual uh, desires, um, impulses, uh, some drugs, some alcohol, anything that's hard for you to shake is going to be a problem yeah. um, for you. And, and that's why I learned that every day is a new day and every day you have to deny your flesh, uh, your carnal man, so that your internal man can... Um, um, shine through, yeah. Because you know? we know I that, that. Like, hey, you that. change comes from the inside, yeah, out, and you can't change from the outside in. That's right. So this is something that we have to realize that we have to do every single day. It's a daily task because there are spiritual entities out there, uh, evil entities out there that are waiting to kill, steal, and destroy your spirit and your soul. And if you're not aware and you're not mindful of that. It is easy for the entity to come in and destroy your mind, destroy your life. And that's why people have so much confusion and chaos in their lives because they have not figured out to consolidate the spiritual insight to this one little spot and say, let me focus on this. 
and take things one day at a time and take things a task at a time and just figure it out like that and know that in the process of you going through these things in life that no matter what you do in this world, you are none of us are exempt from going through anything bad. Yeah. I don't care how good you are, how much money you have or yeah. not. No one's exempt from not going through things bad. So essentially, these things are the things that help us grow. So sometimes we have to go through trials and tribulations, pains and hurts, so we can know how to um, use that to bounce back and make our spirit and our mind stronger. Sure. And so that's why sometimes it is allowed and it is warranted to go through things. Because if we never went through things, you know, Frederick Douglass said in, in one of his quotes, he said, with no struggle, there's no progress. Yeah. So for sure, if we're just walking around this earth and we didn't have no trials or tribulations and we didn't go through things and we didn't have no things that tested us and challenged us, then how could we get better? Yeah. How could we get stronger? That's a good point. How could we become the person that we were created and designed to be? Sure. Everything is psychology of the mind. And if we just understand how the mind works and how the human brain works and how we become one with ourselves, man, everything else be smoother. Like, I worry about things sometimes, but I don't worry about it like I used to because my spirit's been stronger. I've been here before. I know what it feels like. And if I got past it then, then I'm going to get past it yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get past it again. So I always go back and sometimes you have to revisit your past to um, develop a healthy future. Sure. Simple. You sure. Know? And life is not that hard yeah. at all. Um, we make it hard sure. by some of the things that we do or don't do. Yeah. And it's really, really that simple. And when I, when I raise my kids, you know, I have a 27-year-old son, stepson that I was, I still consider him my son because I raised him since he was six, a 21-year-old son and four-year-old daughter. I started implementing these things in their brain when they were kids so they can develop that strength in their mind. And now you see them now and they're just flourishing in life because yeah. of what was taught. A lot of these things weren't taught to us and we had to learn how to do it on our own. And that's what life is about is figuring these things out on your own. And you're going to bump your head. You're going to crash sometimes, but sometimes people, life don't really come with a book like that. And somebody's before us, whether it's mom and dad or anybody, they do the best they can, but they sometimes they couldn't teach us or show us certain things. And so we have to learn on our own. Sure. So those are the things that I believe is what helps us is the living yeah. and the going through it. Absolutely. To get to it. You know, you got to go through to get to. And um, I used to be so angry and frustrated. Man, why can't I get this? Why can't I get this? Slow down and think. Okay, well, take yourself out this environment. Stop thinking like this. See, a man can't change until he changes thinking. Sure. When you change your thinking and you think your process and how you live and the people you hang out, uh, <coughs> they say you show me, um, show me the people you're around and it shows you who you are. Sure. And so... I used to be around the, the street soldiers, the, these kind of guys and these kind of things. And um, as life developed and changed, you have to go with it. It's mental, everything. Yeah, yeah. it's all connected. Wow, yeah. man. Look at this. I feel like I'm at a sermon here. This yeah. is like, I'm learning, right? This is great. <laughs> really, I mean that, man. I mean that. This is why I wanted to have you on. I knew this would be great. This is what people get if they come to train with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love That's cool, man. Yeah. That's super cool. 
um, you have this like Phil Jackson approach. Yeah. Where it's very psychological yes. and it's very, yeah. you know, poetic in a lot of uh, right. in a lot of ways. And, and it makes sense uh, right. because you're preparing the mind. Yeah. Um, Always. Like, like you said, you yeah. know, that's like the most powerful tool. I love that. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about like just the current state of MMA. Um, first of all, what MMA is mixed martial yeah, arts. Yeah, mixed martial arts. Right. Okay. And. UFC is Ultimate Fighting Championship, Ship, yeah. and and that's just a league of mm-hmm. MMA. It's a league of MMA, right? So so there's other UFCs, if you will. Yeah, other, other, other organizations, organizations, organizations exactly. right? That you fight in. So mm-hmm. like Bellator, Bellator, is that one? You got one FC. You okay. Got PFL, LFA. So I mean, XKO here locally. You got. Oh, so many shit. different promotions. Okay, you know? okay, right on. Okay, because I think you know, and I watch actually a lot of UFC, but even I still get confused on everything that's you know going right. on. Um, so what what is like the best? I don't know. Do, do you have like a best your favorite fighter that's out right now? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I have a couple. A few. Of them. Yeah, I'm sure. I like have. um um Israel Asanya. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, that's my. Oh, that's man. the guy that I like. Uh, like that guy too. Yeah, like yeah. him a lot. Like his spirit. He's yeah. embodied the martial arts spirit, and okay. he's been fighting a long time. Love his style. Love his demeanor. Um, yeah, he's the UFC current middleweight champion. But yeah, I like him a lot, man. I like like his whole whole thing. So he's cool. I actually watched some of his YouTube, um, like uh, I, I, commentaries. Mm-hmm. I guess they're like commentaries. They'll just talk about MMA stuff that's right. happening or whatever. I watch it. I listen to him. Yeah. Like what he say. So he's, he's like you said, he's not only got the skill cause he's a badass fighter, but man, he's got it up here too. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of hilarious to be honest with you. He's kind of funny yeah. too, uh, which I love to laugh. So if somebody's not even a little humorous, I won't stick around. No, I, no. I'm, I'm, I'm that lame. Yeah. Like you gotta make me laugh a little yeah. bit, even, yeah. even on something I'm learning or even I care about. Like, I have a good sense. of humor. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm all about that for sure. Uh, who's another guy? Uh, anyone else yet? What about Kamara Usman? You like that guy? I yeah, yeah, I know. I like Kamara, man. I like him. He might be my favorite one right now. Yeah, he's one of my he's favorite just, ones. He's just like badass. I love. I like him a lot. You know, he's um good, good fighter, man. Um, there's a there's a few guys out there that are really good. Um, it's much. You know, I, I'm I'm a big Conor fan. Um, McGregor. You know, he's going through some yeah, stuff as right as now, lately, man. As right? of lately, but that goes back to um allowing yourself to. Um, get ahead of yourself and not. He's he's he doesn't have it up here right now. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I mean, he, when he was hungry, man. Um, yeah, he was a double champion. I mean, I love the way this guy fights. He just, you know, you start making all that money, you get to a certain place, man, and you gotta, you gotta become one with yourself again. Yeah. He kind of like took a direction, and there's a lot of fame, a lot of, you know, same same thing with John Jones. I'm a I'm a big John Jones fan, but Me he has too, he man. goes through a lot of things too. And, that stuff in Vegas that yeah. just happened. with My him, uncle man. actually been um, my uncle Eric Lamb in Albuquerque has been um, is actually friends with him and been kind of mentoring him too. Oh, like, right yeah. on. Yeah, my uncle Eric was a big martial artist back in the day, one of the top karate guys in the world at one time, and he's a minister at a church in Calvary, assistant pastor at this big church and um john jones been coming coming up to him and talking with him he, need, he needs to him, spend man. more time with him right yeah. now because yeah. that guy needs some help because I, I love him to death he's such a great fighter could be the best in his division i don't know people yeah, say he's, that a, he's the, a pound for pound best right they say he's like the, you know but then he gets into these personal things that get in the way yeah you know i guess that happens to a lot of just people in general. Yeah. I mean, I hate when people say, well, athletes. Yeah. Dude, that's just life. Yeah, I it's mean, just, they, I, the, the, the light is on them more. Totally. And that's why, like, I'm very careful on how I judge them because 
you know, sometimes I don't at all. I, so, I don't judge at all. Well, I know, I know you don't. But sometimes the media, I mean, like the media, they'll put stuff out there, and you never know what's really going on behind closed doors. Hundred percent. And so people totally agree. You know, I'm not excusing none of the actions, but you know, there's also I know recently it was a thing with with female and you know it was his fiance, and so I've on, been on both sides of the spectrum, man. Where you know behind closed doors, a woman is being being like that and disrespectful and hateful and then the police are involved or, or also the men doing it. So it's like, you know, and then you never know what somebody's going through, you know, and some people, yeah. it goes back to certain things with him not being able to shake certain things and stuff sure. like that. And He's got some demons. Yeah, He's got and, some skeletons yeah, in we his all, closet. We all do. And we all do. I think we I just, um, we got to be more um, understanding and graceful to people because, um, you know, I know in a time of my pain and hurt and stuff I was going through, that people was patient with me and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm always uh, optimistic for somebody. I'm a I'm a people's man, and I love to root for people change and 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 for them to be different in their life. And and so I'm praying that he that he he's a good person, and I know that um, I've met him, and um, I just hope that he gets gets whatever it is that he has to get. Hope he, I hope he gets it. Yeah, me too, man. I I could you know well well said. Um, are there any um. Like Texas, famous UFC Texas fighters? Yeah, um, I have one. Um, Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland. Yeah. Okay. Kevin Holland. He just fought um, on the um, co-main event Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. It, uh, he, it, no contest. It was a headbutt clash. That's the one I saw. Yeah. Okay, I saw some clip of that yeah. where they had to... Um, yeah, that's our guy, man. He trains here in this gym. No shit, yeah. dude. I mean, so... I, what was the other guy's name? Dukakis? Yeah, Kyle. Dukakis, Kyle, Kyle. Yeah, okay. So they headbutted. Well, one of the places he trained is here, yeah. So they headbutted. The guy, the one guy took it harder, Dukakis, right? And the other guy jumped on him. Holland jumped on him. No, was Holland was the one that got um, rocked with the headbutt. Okay. And then they had, and then he was, you know, he, he was kind of groggy, but he had to get himself. But I'm glad. Excuse me, that the referee that they called it later, they call right? It yeah, a no contest, a no contest. And that's, so that yes. means no loss, you know. And yeah. hopefully they'll get that back. Up. No, I saw it. Yeah. That makes total yeah. sense. Actually, it, it actually was... called me uh, um, yesterday morning when he came back here to um, Texas, and we talked about it. Say, man, you're fine. Just get back in the gym and get back to the next fight. Came a long way. He's good, man. He's came yeah. a long way. You know. Hey, honestly, that'll give him some attention. Just that the, mm -hmm. the way that that fight happened, mm -hmm. it'll bring some attention yeah, to he was it. You top know? rank. He's ranked top fifteen in the UFC. Dude, right now. that's awesome. And he's Texan, Texan. Yeah, well, he's originally from California, um, but he's been here off and on since he was eighteen. Yeah. I think. Young. I mean, I wasn't born here. Yeah, but, but he, I still but consider he's myself a Cali guy. Texan. But he's he loves t Texas, and he's been training here. I think I've been training him about. Um, six years. Oh wow! Um, um, wow, off that's and a on long, and stuff that's a like long that. Time. But he has different coaches. He trains sure. at different places, and sure. you know, and that, and when you get to that, when you get to that um, uh, level, you um, have to have different places you can go so you can make sense, elevate, and yeah. Stuff like yeah that. So, make, so, I mean, that totally. I've had three guys in the UFC. So I had him, I had James Vick. He's not there no more. And I had Shauna Dobson, female. So I had three people that we. We put in the UFC. That's awesome, yeah. man. What a great feeling, right? I'm sure. It's cool, man. I just like seeing people um, do well, do well, and develop yeah. their goals. And yeah, stuff yeah, hundred like percent. Whether man. I'm a part of it forever or not, you know. Sure. I do well, my job and and my appointed time and my 
uh, my assignments and then keep it pushing. Yeah, a- absolutely. No, that's a great, uh, that's, that's awesome, man. No, that's great. Um, wh- what do you think about uh, Jake Paul fighting and all this stuff with all the YouTubers? I um, mean, he's really the big one fighting because yeah. he's fighting ex-MMA guys. Right. right. Like that's his thing, you know? Yeah. I mean... Some people, I hear, I hear both opinions. I hear people that don't mind it at all, and I hear people just fucking hate that yeah. guy. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother it you. It doesn't bother me um, at all. Yeah. You know, it's not. Um, I watch it, and um, you know, if he's if he put in the work and to to make himself in that put himself in that position, yeah. then you can't get mad at him. I mean, and he actually can fight. Um, he actually can't box him. And, Look, that Woodley tough, fight. Tough the Woodley guy. fight. Woodley was worried about yeah. him. Let's be real. It, it. When I watched that fight, it seemed like Woodley was just a little worried that Jake was going to come in with that right, and he could have. I think he could have easily beat Jake Paul right. if he would have yeah, not. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he had yeah, him up against the ropes yeah. that one time. Yeah, he should have. Um, you know, it completely dominated him. But I think he was a little worried about you know getting that fight in. Okay, that's interesting for you to say that. That's good. I'm. I'm glad. Um, I think like Mike Tyson said it best too. Like, look, it just brings attention to the sport. Right. People like it, you know, right. brings in numbers. Right. What more do you want? I mean, it's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. They're making money. They're, they're coming in and making money. So, I mean, I know these guys want these fights that are doing them, but they're showing you a platform um, yeah. on, on how to do it. Yeah. So there you go. That's the thing about social media. Now you, 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 they're giving the blueprint on what to do. You know, I do a similar thing. So I do, I throw Tuesday night fights in Fort Worth and it's became like this trending thing real big. Um, down at the yard on 7th Street. We do it a second Tuesday every month. And it's exhibition fights, man, and we're looking to I'm do I'm coming it. to the next one. Yeah, oh, man, it's uh, uh, done, o- October done. 12th, man. I'll and be then, there. Um, we just actually picked up a Dallas location. Uh, oh, no shit. Yeah, Club oh. Vivo. Club Vivo. Where's that at? Uh, I, I don't know exactly the address, but I got it on a flyer. But Okay. November, it's it's got to be close to where I'm at. Yeah, November I mean, 16th is the one. So we're doing exhibition I'll fights. I'll be there, and, uh, too. Shoot, man, we pack it out, man. Just exhibition, boxing. Um, man, we... Have. Oh, they're boxing fights. Yeah, exhibition okay. boxing, man. Um, Got it. Make them wear bigger gloves to kind of protect them. Um, yeah. Shoot, man, we do numbers, man. We had like, one time we had like 200 people there. That's awesome. On, on just exhibition fights. Totally. Know? We do, we sell VIP tables. Um, we do a lot of things. And people ask me, man, this is awesome. You know, I said, man, you know, the main thing is, man, bringing people together. Yeah. So that's what people forget. Like, they think it's just about me throwing fights. It's like, nah, it's cool. And it's entertainment. But the main thing, too, is like when you're in an audience, you see all these people from all different diverse backgrounds hanging out, talking, getting along, laughing. Some people that would normally not even talk yeah. with each other. Yeah, yeah. It shows you that That's people cool. can come together if they That's want. Cool. That's when you cool. take social media out and yeah. politics out and racism out and leave that evil stuff out, you'll see how truly people are more alike than, than even though they're different. Like sure. they're, We call it like being different alike. Yeah. And um, people come from different <laughs> backgrounds. I like that. And man, people have a good time, man. I we was there last month, and I was sitting on stage with the K one hundred four baby. He's one of my business partners in Tuesday Night Fights. He's a DJ there, and man, um, I was sitting on stage, and I was looking, and um, I was like, wow, you know, I'm seeing this guy, this kid over here from the hood, this guy over here, country guy, they're over there, dancing, laughing, hanging out, yeah. talking, and you know, it's crazy because any other circumstances. You get on social media and people start showing who they are and yeah. racism come out and bigotry comes out and politics. And I said, man, when you take all of that out the equation and just let people hang out and let the music play and let people have fun, it changes the game. 
And that's what I see, you know, is the thing about it is bringing people together in unity. And um, if you go check out um, on my Instagram, Lamphora, you'll see like some of the highlights of the Tuesday night fights. Yeah. Get a chance, check it yeah. out, man. It's it's awesome. amazing. And um, and we've been blessed to now pick up a different location, Vivo. No, that's great. There. So I'm excited. How great is that, that a fight helps bring people together? That's crazy, huh? I love that. That's crazy. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of what you do. But it's a spirit, right? Exactly. So this is the thing. When you do things with a with purity in your heart, meaning that you're not doing things to gloat yourself or clout yourself or, or be like this person and you're doing it for selfish reasons, um, it changes things. Yeah. So when you're in this environment, if me and my business partner had bad spirits and we was doing this in vain, then it would bring that kind of energy and spirit Great to that point. place. Great point. But we do things because we like, to have fun. Yeah. Um, we like to do unity. We like to help people. We like to see people laugh. I love seeing people laugh and I love seeing people have a good time. I hate it to see people hurt. I hate seeing people broke down and it, it, it's sad for me to see people that way. Um, God has given me a spirit of, of love to his people. And so when I see people out there having a good time, um, we was down there and I got the, uh, the dude with the grill in his mouth and a gold chain, and he's dancing with the white cowboy dude with the cowboy hat on and the boots, and they laughing and getting getting having fun. He put on his cowboy hat and they dancing having fun. Now I'm smiling in my heart because I'm like, now this what life is supposed to be about. Absolutely. Why? Because the reason why is because of this. None of us know, and I think everybody needs to pay attention to this mindset. None of us know when the day that we're going to exit out this earth. Yeah. It can happen tomorrow. It can happen in a week. You never know. People are born every day. People die every day. So the main thing is, while you are here, fulfill the purpose that you're supposed to fulfill while you're here because when it's done, it's done. That's right. So we say that, for me, that death doesn't, a true living don't start till you die anyway. So you got the temporary life here. And I believe in eternal life. A lot of people don't, but I do. Yeah. And I say that, you know, for the things that you can see is temporary, but for the things you can't see is eternal. So we wake up. Why waste time waking up trying to worry about stuff you can't control? Yeah, absolutely. You worried about who's president. Cool. But you can't control that. Yeah. I don't care how many times people think they can control that. You can't control who's the governor. You can't control who's the president. You can't control who's in politics. So you're wasting all your time arguing and being hurt when you could have been spending that time doing something productive, um, changing somebody's life, changing your life, helping somebody, loving somebody. But you still want to try to worry about the stuff you can't control. And then you get on your deathbed and you kind of figure out, where did my life go? Well, it went to where you wanted to go. And that was to pay attention to things that was counterproductive yeah. and things that wasn't going to help you uh, become a better person yeah. spiritually. And so these are the things that I try to tell everybody. Smile, laugh, have a good time, help somebody, love somebody, take trips, go to the park, have fun, go get a drink, go get some good food, conversate, do all those things. And you'll find out how really life is. You won't even be worried about too much about life and death at that point because you know that if you do die, that you have fun. 
The worst thing is to be living a life and knowing that you're not living right, and then you go to your deathbed that way. We yeah. got to pay attention to living instead of paying attention to stuff we can't control. For the, can't control none of that stuff. I mean, people go crazy with this stuff. Absolutely, storming the White House, doing all these crazy things, and I'm like, what purpose does that serve? Ask yourself. If you sit at home by yourself and you think to yourself, did what I do today help me or help anybody else, or help anything else in this world? Yeah. You got to answer yourself, ask yourself that question and ask yourself that. And you got to be truthful with yourself because as much as you might try to put a front to everybody else, you can't lie truly to yourself because yeah. you got to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So it's just have fun and live. When I die, I want to die knowing that my kids are okay. Everybody that I helped is having a good life. And that those people are helping people too. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. I want the people that I help to help somebody else. And that's how life should be. All this other stuff, it's vain. Sure. And it's invalid. Yeah. And it's counterproductive. And it doesn't help nothing. Doesn't matter. People, you know, people like, oh, I gotta go vote. You gotta go do this. That's fine. I'm not mad at people do it. But that's not the forefront of my life. I'm not worried about Donald Trump. I'm not worried about Joe Biden. I'm not worried about nothing, none of that. I'm worried about life, spiritual life, and the things I can control. Yeah. If I can't control it, I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Deal with it. For sure. And so that's what I think we should get back to, man, is having fun. And anything that you do, use whatever you do. Use your platform. Whatever platform you have, you use it for the great of good. Yeah. And then good things will come to you. Blessings sure. will come to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it's the way life is. So simple, so easy. We make it so hard. Well, of course, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, every day uh, it does start over. But every day, like, you know, I mean, I'm just assuming people would think this, like new, new, uh, new problems, right? right. Uh, that they think uh, new things coming around. But, but I think it is more what you said. People just worry, and I'm guilty of it myself, um, you know, worrying about things, like you said, you have zero control over, and you will spend a lot of your time worrying about that, and you literally can't do anything mm -hmm. about it, and it makes no sense. And sometimes it's just in your head, you can't get it to go away. You can't. You, you, you're trying everything you can to right. like not think about it. For me, it'll be like at night when I lay my head oh, yeah, down on the pillow. Too. It's like the worst time of the day for me is that moment because my brain is constantly moving. And that nighttime is like that's when all those thoughts come in and I'm trying to, uh, you know, push past it uh, and live in the moment. So, yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, you know, that stuff happens. Uh, no, man. I Gosh, look at you. So wise, dude. Man, so wise with this stuff. Learning just, just from li just from le life, from man, life, and man. living it. Shoot, from living life. That's right. That's exactly it, man. Well, um, look, let's. Um, you already talked about some of your places to eat in Fort Worth, right? You already. Is there any other place you wanted to shout out? Any other food food spot? Man, yeah. let me see. We we try so many different things. Uh, I don't know a lot. Me and my. A lady, man, and we just, you know, we're, we're yeah. we always trying different things. You guys things. cook at home a lot? I don't. No. That's the problem. I need to start doing there that There you more. go. There you and go. Spend too much money out, you know, oh, out eating, man, and not realizing. Every it. time I think about going out to eat, I think I could make that. Right. For way less. At the same money I could spend on that, I could have a decadent meal that would cost me $600 in a restaurant. Right. I could spend $75 at Central Market and have that same meal. Right. You know, but I also know how to cook. So I realize not everybody can uh, throw all that together. But 
definitely people need to cook more at home. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed uh, this interview with Derwin Lamb. I apologize here at the end. It kind of cut off a little bit on our video. I I'm not sure what happened. Um, it was the end of the interview anyway, to be honest with you. So no worries. Um, ways to stay in contact with Derwin Lamb. Um, you know, check him out on social media and uh, go to his website, um, Lamb for Gym. And um, yeah, stay in contact with him. We really appreciate uh, this interview and being able to come on location uh, to his beautiful gym and do this wonderful interview. So um, yeah, again, it just cut off the last seconds here. No problem at all. I don't know what happened. Um, things happen. So anyway, wonderful interview. Hope you enjoy it. Check the um, links in the description as well. We'll have it there. Um, and uh, yes, thank you so much for listening to The Lone Star Plate. See you next time. The Lone Star Plate podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplate.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time.